You have a drink? Yeah, I got a drink. You're good to go? Yep. Are you positive? Yeah, I'm going to borrow a beat from the Transformers and Beer podcast. What's that? What are you drinking tonight, Bill? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Joe Frau Brew from Switzerland. You hear that? Really? Because it looks like a Coca-Cola Zero. Coke Zero. Don't yeah. rip off my other podcast, man. <laughs> it's time I start ripping it off because they're ripping us off all the Be time. an originator. Um, all right, everyone. Welcome to uh, Start to Continue. We're on episode number 26. Thanks again for tuning in. As you can tell, uh, I'm obviously Joe, and the guy sipping the uh, Coke Zero there is partner in crime, Bill. All right. How's it going? Oh, thanks for acknowledging. Yep. Holy fuck. I didn't know we were going. Just Holy fuck. Sneak another cold intro in. So for those of you that haven't listened to us before, we're a multi-level, multifaceted podcast where we pretty much talk about anything and everything going on in our lives. Uh, this particular episode, we're going to be touching upon some video games a little bit of TV news and some movies, and as a as a non-spoiler alert, um, we just finished watching the Walking Dead finale tonight, so we're going to touch on that, but not until the very end of everything. So for those of you worried about uh, having that ruined for you, fear not. You can listen to the majority of our show, and uh, we'll give you a heads up, and we're going to start talking about that if you're really worried. Yeah, and then, then you can skip it. Or just look in the comments. I'll probably put in the comments where time frame they can skip to. Or you can be a real man, watch the show when it airs, and then listen to people talking about it right away. Right? I mean, they're going to have a week, right? You, you shouldn't sit on the finale for a week. No, yeah, you shouldn't. Come on. I give you 48 hours, and then you're free game to have everything ruined. Yeah. Right? Uh, no. Well, I'm a little bit more lenient because I still have stuff waiting on the PVR. No, no mercy. <laughs> it's uh, like the Banshee finale. Thank you for not ruining that for me. Yet. Well, I, to be honest with you, I forgot about it already. I've watched it, so I'm, um, it's out of my mind. And you didn't really want to discuss it, so that must meant it didn't pay off as well for no, you. No, it was good. I enjoyed it. All right, man, take the lead on this this puppy here. Uh, well, a little bit of housekeeping, um, for all the listeners that are dying to know more about your balls, have you, uh, come to any more conclusion about it? Well, it's a, it's, it's a go. I just haven't had the time to go back into the office and, uh, I guess book my appointment. I got my new health card. So that's all I was waiting on. Just got to go and book it. And apparently it happens, uh, pretty quick. Oh, it not took much me six months to get the consultation appointment, but apparently uh, when it comes to the uh, snip-snip part, they're pretty fast with it. Well, they bang them in and out. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I think. Well, so you're going to stay awake then? I think so, just... Awesome. Yeah, for you. <laughs> for the world. I think for the... Uh, yeah, just to talk about it on the show, I'll... Uh, as they say in the Godfather movie, I'll, I can act like a man and just get it done. Please, you will try to record it like you 
I, I don't think so, I'll be able to because they'll probably have me with the robe on, right? So there's no pockets on that. They want to, It's a clean, sterile room. Yeah, that's true. There is that front pocket on those robes. It'd be middle. cool if I could video it, video record it. Well, I don't think anyone. That'll see never that. happen. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I don't want you to see my balls either. Yeah, no one can see your face, but you're free showing your balls on camera. They are pretty impressive. Another insight into Joe's. I could just uh, digitize them out. I I want to hear the audio because it sounds like this doctor will be very descriptive with you, you know, and no, letting I you know what's happening. No, I don't want to know anything. What he's doing? <laughs> All right, we're gonna puncture your testicular sac right now. Well, we're pulling out the vein. That episode of the podcast got tremendous, tremendous glowing reviews. I think it may have been our our most successful podcast yet, episode wise. Well, I hope more people throw that you know spread the net wider on that and share it because uh, it was it was really good. it was a standout episode. Your turn for to us. fucking do something for our show, man. Um, hmm. shave that ponytail off. Shave it off. Yeah. Okay. You grow your hair, and then I'll cut my hair. I'll grow a ponytail, but it's not going to look very pretty. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you got to shave your head then, motherfucker. <laughs> Once I see yours complete, I will shave my head. No. Sure. Um, I was reading my local newspaper, and uh, turns out our last big video store, Bandito Video, is closing. What the hell is that? They sell tacos there, too? Yeah. Where the fuck? What? What? town that you live in, man? <laughs> Bandito video? Yeah, that's the Mexican. No, I don't, they just rented. I'm just kidding. Videos, I know the man. name, man. Just busting. Sorry? Is there anything like? Do you have any video stores no, left, man? When was the last time you rented a video? Oh, last time I rented one, I couldn't even remember. Maybe. Oh well, I it would have. I probably still would have rented out even after I stopped working at Blockbuster back in the day. That's right. You're a member of the industry. So I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. Jeez. Were they renting discs when you were at Blockbuster? Yeah, I was there when they did the switch over to DVD. Um, I'm not sure for how much longer after, though. How much uh, VHS stock did they get rid of? Obviously, they kept a whack of it. How much did they get rid of when they brought in DVDs? I think for a while they kept half. Um, and depending on what release it was, right? Obviously, the new releases. Uh, if I remember correctly, they used to, like say one movie got a full shelf. When the DVDs came out, they would start... Instead of just having like one movie and then another movie beside it, they would start stacking them on top of each other. Right. So there'd be like three or four tapes on top of one just so that they give half the shelf to tapes and maybe half a shelf to the DVD side. I don't remember for how long they continued that on for, but... Um, but they must have did a call through all the old classic numbers. And how did they pick which uh, which? I think the movies? old classic ones on tape, they just ended up selling off, right? They got rid of all classics. Yeah, I think so. There wasn't... I remember a couple of aisles. Yeah, like you they wouldn't have a classic on, on tape and on DVD. They probably just went to the straight DVD version of it. Well, see, this Bandito prided itself on having so many titles. Like if you... Uh, 
I want to see Victor Victoria from 1981. You could probably find it in Bandito video. But uh, this is the time it's finally thrown in the towel. Well, I'm shocked that they actually, there was still another store around like that. Yeah. Um, I can't even, honestly, store. I can't even think of, uh, oh, shit. For rental? Man. Last rental store I saw in my area probably disappeared, you know, five years ago. Well, last time I went into Bandito, last few times I went in there, it wasn't to rent a movie. It was to buy their popcorn. Popcorn was spectacular. Hmm. Oh, Shake so it ahead. You're so weird. <laughs> That's not weird. It was really good. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Did, Especially so for, are they having a big closing sale? Are you going to hit that up? I don't know if they are and if they... If they do, would you really find anything you really want at this point? Like, uh, what's the last disc you've even bought? Uh, well, it would have been a Blu-ray, so... Sheesh, man. That's what <laughs> I mean. It's been so long. It's either, like, the first Star Trek uh, movie re-released they did with, you know, Chris Pine. Yeah. The first J.J. Abrams one, I should say. Or it might have been like the uh, the Batman movie. So that's that tells you how far back, right? It's up in five years. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything there I would. And there's tons of. Don't get me wrong. There's tons of Blu-rays I'd love to have and redo my collection up with. But you know, I walk into Best Buy and it's just like, shit. Do I want to spend? You know, even on the older movies, like twenty-five, thirty bucks. For one Blu-ray, right? Well, yeah, and really, is there an interest to have that as a collection, so to say? You know, when we could just grab a digital copy and yeah. To be honest with you, I'd rather spend the money on a. If I was to buy a Blu-ray disc again, I'd probably be to buy like a like a box set of of some series or some anime video that I uh, anime series that I'd rather have. Like for me. Buying a movie now doesn't really make any sense just because I know I would probably more than likely would never go back to watch it. But for me to buy like an anime series, like, a, you know, supposed to buy like Robotech or Gundam or something like that or whatever, um, to buy that season or that type of box set, to me that'd be worth it because those are always something I'd love to go back and watch, right? Like, like yeah. Pat Labor or something. Yeah, that's yeah. If anything, I'd be looking for that. These big box sets that, you know, would be stupid to buy at retail, but at seventy percent off, be pretty good. But you're not finding them cheap anymore, right? Well, I mean, this store closing, for instance. If yeah. you, that's what I'd be hunting for, that kind of stuff. But, um, I was at. Uh, I finally went into Target. Speaking of store closings, um. It was Thursday. Thursdays uh, for insider information is when they uh, crank up their percentages for uh, discount off. So this week it went up to 70% off. Wow. No, no, 50 to 70% off. How are they not cleared out yet? Well, it's, it's, it's pretty ravaged in there. But uh, I was walking along, uh, checking out. They have like the flat boxed furniture section, you know, where you buy shelving units and whatnot. And all their cases were stacked and rough shot through there. 
And in behind these boxes, I saw another box, and it was labeled Keurig uh, in a shipping box. That's peculiar here in the furniture section. And, uh, well, I'll take a look around the store and see if there are regular Keurigs still hanging out on the shelves. And there wasn't. So I circled on back, and uh, I opened this shipping case up, and sure enough, there was a big-ass Keurig hidden in there. Someone had stashed it in the shelves, you know, waiting for the percentages to rack up. Certainly a staff member then, right? Yeah, because it would have come right from out back because it was still in its shipping box. So I cracked that open, took it out, threw it in the cart, and I went wheeling around to those uh, scanners on the walls to see how much uh, the price was. And it wasn't even ringing up on the scanners because it wasn't even in their system. So it was definitely an inside job just to have it out and stashed somewhere. Uh, I found a manager and got a price, 64 bucks. I didn't even want it, but at that deal, I couldn't help but purchase it. I think I'm surprised. It, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been surprised if they had said, um, "Oh, it's not in our system, so we can't let you take it." Yeah, we I, don't have a price for it. I don't think they're at that stage anymore. It's it's whatever. So that was half price and uh, smoking deal. Yeah. Smoking deal. That's the one that has the car- the 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 pot, the carafe. You can make the full pot of coffee if you want. Oh, touch screen. You know, yeah, display. That's pretty cool, man. Is good, yeah. I don't know if we really want it at home yet, but uh, you know, I gotta sweet talk the wife a little bit. But oh, you can always sell it because we're Tasmo at this point. But uh, I'm falling out of love with Tasmo. You can always sell it and double your money, man. I could easily sell it. Yeah, I don't know about double my money. Maybe get a hundred bucks. You know, advertise it brand new in box. Hundred bucks, yeah. no tax. But uh, I think I'm gonna keep. It. I think I'm gonna keep it, man. It's just too many good flavors for Craig. Well, f- I had your money. I'd be buying stuff all over and keeping it too. Well, <laughs> no one's walking away from that deal. It, plus, it was in its shipping case, so I knew that none of the contents were going to be, uh, you know, picked apart or mutilated or anything, right? So that was a done deal. Um, Once again, Bill strikes. That was me, my picker. Where eyes. there's a deal, there's Bill. I got, like, x-ray vision. I can find this shit. I knew people were stashing stuff. Yeah. And I sh- I'm sure if you go to your Target, Ugh. just look around in the deep, dark corners, and you're going to find stuff stashed. Well, maybe I'll try it tomorrow just for the goof. But uh, to be honest with you, I just anytime that you have, like, store closings or all that, I just can't deal with those people and the fucking pickers that come out and all that shit. I've heard... Customers have been like real dinks to the employees, like treating them like garbage. And like, if I was an employee, I, I would just fucking walk away. I'd be like, yeah, I don't have a job anymore, so what do I give a shit? Yeah, like I, you know, I'm nothing but thankful to these people for even helping me or looking at me because what do they got to lose? Nothing. Yep. You know, like they're there until Target releases them. And then the people that have been released already, they get the same amount of severance as the people that are working right till the end. So I'd be like, cut me loose. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, so that's my target story. Cool, man. Well, I'll pop in tomorrow then and I'll give a... I'll save my update for the next show. Or wait till Thursday. Then it'll be 60% off. Yeah, but that's if I even find anything, which I doubt I will. No. Well, because there's one right in the same plaza as my gym, so I'll go to the gym and then pop over and do something. 
Well, so uh, what else you got for me? What I got you- nothing, man. This show is your show. <laughs> this show is my show. I don't even want to do a show. I'm being forced into this. <laughs> yeah. There's the true story. Just kidding. There's the true story. And click, the mic turns off. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> well, how about you bust my balls about how the night started off? How the night started off? Yeah. I'm I was st- all happy that uh, WrestleMania 31 was on tonight. I, I'm still upset over it. And the first thing you say is, you know, this is fake, right? <laughs> yes. It, it's just ridiculous. It's beyond fake. Can I watch it's ridiculous one, at this one point. show throughout the entire year, please? No. No, because it was so corny and crazy and absurd, laughable. It, I, I, I don't know how you could sit there. And you were just ensconced in it. You were, oh, my God. The same way you are when you're watching your freaking hobbies. That's real sports, though, and, like, there's stuff on the line. Like, it's a tournament of sorts where things are... Right, mine's a tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's written the better script? They're more physical athletes than your freaking uh, ballerina dancers on ice well, there. chemically, maybe. No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, it's a way more dangerous sport. Yet it's not real, according to The thing is, we had decided that we're going to come in. And I didn't know this was on until I woke up today. We're going to plow through everything and get all prepared so we're ready to watch the Walking Dead finale at 9 o'clock. Which we did anyway. And then you have a little uh, audible change of plans. We're watching WrestleMania until 11 o'clock and watching the late feed of the Walking Dead. All right. That's what I want to do. And then we compromised. I figured out a way that we could do both at the same time. You are ridiculous. Close your mouth. There's a fly might go into it, okay? <laughs> you are ridiculous. Is that not what happened? Yeah. Well, I don't want to throw people off and think we're getting into Walking Dead talk, but, you know, we can touch on it again later. It, it was just ridiculous. That's all I got. The first fight we saw, fight, the first play we saw, these idiots were up on a ladder, uh, two of them. On either side of the ladder. Well, no. In the middle of the ring. There was, I think, five or six in the match. Well, at the, you know, at this point, you know, they were had all been killed off by then. And oh, then these shit. two are wandering up this ladder, and they're on e- either side of it facing each other. I guess they're trying to get at, I don't know, some They're trying to get the suitcase at the top of the ladder because it's called, uh, uh, Oh, it's the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, shit. Actually, it was a belt, though, this time. There was a belt up there. Oh, sorry. I've yeah, seen a belt. belt. Yeah. A make-believe belt. And uh, so they're facing each no, other. No, it was the Intercontinental belt. <laughs> oh, the continent. Oh, they're from other continents? Inter- well, because of the different um, nationalities or where people are from in the WWE. You were watching this intently, and I saw two behemoth men facing each other on a ladder, both doing Angus Young headbangs into each other like they're headbutting each other back and forth, like oh, ball-peen hammers. They were headbutting. <laughs> they were so far apart from each other. I, I've never seen anything so ridiculous before in my life. And your your head was cocked so far forward. I could see, like, you were zoned in, man. I watch it once a year. Mm. You weren't even giving it to me that t- mm. tonight. That's no. Well, it's madness. It's like, sorry, you got to wait 
another 364 days if you want to watch it again. Did you watch it last year? Probably. I don't think so. I don't remember, but I probably did. To say we're watching that on the Walking Dead finale night was out of control. Not right, man. I'm sure the listenership can agree with that. Mm. Mm, Yeah. And then, man, when you saw the Hulk come out, Hulk Hogan? No, it was the NWO, man. What? Who? I don't know, man. I, I could, I, you know, I remember back and in the old DX days. then came out at the same time? Yeah. I had an affinity when I was like 12 and stuff when we're talking. Everyone did. Hulk and Andre the Giant. Uh, who else? Uh, the Iron Sheik, you know? Well, let me run this for you. The, the Hulkster was the only one that could get out of the Iron Sheik's Cobra Clutch. But that ended when I was 13. I don't even remember that move's name. <laughs> that was such a big moment. He you was the what? only guy to get out of it. You uh, you played video games back then, right? Yeah. You're still playing video games now? Is that even close What's to being relevant? <laughs> What's the difference? Because it it's just gone stupid. It's gone insane. No, it actually hasn't changed. Hmm. I don't know. The format hasn't changed. You realize it was fake back then too, right? <laughs> Uh, probably I didn't when I was 12. I was in for it, man. No, you knew I it. was in hook, line, and sinker. <sighs> that move, man, Hulkster got out of that. That was crazy. Then, uh, then you grow up and you go, oh, this is ridiculous. But you're still playing video games now. Well, video games have evolved. Have they really evolved? Right. And, uh. Aren't you yeah. playing retro games right now? Hmm. Not so much. So they haven't technically <laughs> evolved there. It's not that is apples and oranges, man. That is not a good that's not a good argument. You're not gonna win any cases with that. Try again. I don't have to. <laughs> I know I'm right. Well, luckily you uh Why don't you just be a fucking kid at heart, man, and just enjoy stuff? Why do you have to di- dissect everything? Because that is maddening. That movie is not this. realistic, but it I'm going to mad- watch uh, Spaceballs, because that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Spaceballs is awesome. If they were just to do the matches, you know, and uh, run around each other in the match, that'd be whatever. That'd be f- It's all the, the yippity-yap chat beforehand and all the scripting. Yeah. It's, it's, man, that it's helps just up, ridiculous. That helps, up, that helps build up buy rates. That's what that does. And interest. Mm. Well. I don't know, man. All those things are are essentially talking promos. Same thing as a a commercial on TV to draw interest towards something else. But they're terrible actors. Well, they're not there as they're not all terrible actors. Some are. Some are actually good at both acting and putting on a physical performance. Are you happy with what you saw then tonight? Uh. Yeah, I wasn't blown away. You were getting blown away at certain points. I, I wish I was being blown <laughs> away at certain points, but uh, there was an incredible moment in The Walking Dead, and this is as far as I'll go on The Walking Dead at this point, an incredible moment of tension where there was a, a very eloquent string of dialogue in a very tense moment, and I'm clutching my, uh, my chair watching it, I look over and Joe's gone over to his side of the room because The Rock has shown up on camera. 
The Rock, you had to hear, and it wasn't him wrestling, it was him talking, and you were more interested in what The Rock had to say. Because it had been a long time since he'd been in the ring with uh, Triple H and uh, his wife. <laughs> What's her name? Stephanie. <laughs> Woo. And then Ronda Rousey from the UFC got involved. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Women's champion? I don't know what you're talking about. I was just... I don't, because you're not a real man. <laughs> I am not a real man. You're not I'll a real man. That. I'll give you that for sure. So, uh, but lucky, luckily you let me put on The Walking Dead. And uh, I told you, we compromised. Well, It's no. called multitasking. <laughs> the fact that I was watching two shows at the same time as well as taking notes. Well, I actually compromised because I allowed that garbage to go on in the background. I like to be fully seated and zoned in to The Walking Dead so I can enjoy it. But uh, I had to compromise. <sighs> All right, let's switch topics here. All right. I'm getting angry. Um, what about The Last Man on Earth? Have you been watching that? Nope. <laughs> you want to, though, right? Well, I recorded um, uh, one episode last week, but I haven't watched it since. Because that's like episode six. I didn't realize it was so far in. Yeah, well, they did two in the first night, and then the next two weeks were singles, and then there was another two for... The week after that. Why are they rushing through it? Hmm. I don't know. But it was, uh, it's, I'm really enjoying it. It's excellent. And its ratings are solid. So it's. uh, But it still hasn't been picked up by a Canadian network yet. No. No, shockingly. Foolish move. Yeah, I don't get it. But uh, it's already, um, they're talking season two already with that. Maybe. It's not official, but it's got good enough numbers. And the most the interesting thing with the numbers is it's solid live, but then the next three-day DVR ratings are even higher, obviously because they put it up against The Walking Dead, which is its core audience, you'd mm. think anyways. So it's live numbers paired with the next three days on DVR. It's showing very good. Solid. Now, how does that work on the DVR for the next three days? It only airs once. That one day, right? Yep. So the DVR sends a trigger that it's being watched yeah. at a certain time point within the next three-day span? Yeah, they track that mm. within the next three days if it's been watched on a DVR. Somehow. But at any point after that, it doesn't count? I'm not sure. That's the, that's the number they threw out there was the three-day one. Because I watch my shows. God. I'm behind on a bunch, so it's it's like over a month period where I finally get to it. Yeah, they probably don't care about that number at that point. Hmm. They want at least some kind of freshness. That's why I hate this, honestly, this whole, uh, nah, wait, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, forget it. Go ahead. Move on. Moving on. Vikings. Haven't seen the season yet. It's I saw, on the PVR. I saw one. I saw the first one. Are you good? It, well, it was very confusing because I didn't see most of the last season. <laughs> so why are you starting, man? Because I, yeah, I had to start somewhere. But uh, Shaw's already ordered season four of Vikings. It's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought last season was really good. I'm in love with that guy's wife, man. She is smoking hot. Hmm. Main guy's wife. Yeah. 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 It's very confusing. She's so what dirty was looking. So dirty looking? Dirty looking, yeah. It's got that blonde hair. It's all dirty. She can fight. Mm-hmm. 
She's cute. I think, uh, yeah. I think the episode I saw, she's like, like she was moving into farming or something, the episode I saw. Uh, well, that's because she's separated from Ragnar, right? Yes. So she's got to fend for herself now. Uh, she was. He's with that other, some stupid other Viking chick that he got pregnant. He's having a kid with. Right. And He's a kid. dummy, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I can see that I missed quite. But a do you bit like how the, there's uh, a season. the time jump? I don't know. How do I know? Well, because Ragnar's son oh, went yeah, from being a little right. kid yeah. to like a grown uh, late teenager, early adult. Yeah, and he was like making it with his mother. No. Yeah. No. I yeah. No. In that first episode, I don't know what was going on. I Not told m- you it was very confusing. Oh fuck! I gotta watch. There you that go. Thing. You should watch that. So season four has been ordered. Pretty good for a Canadian series. Canadian slash Irish, I think. Uh, yeah, I thought the hmm, I thought the BBC had a hand in it. Is mm-hmm. it not? I don't think so. Um, well, whatever it is, man. It's yeah, it's fantastic, and not enough people watch it, as far as I'm concerned. That and Banshee. If you're not watching that shit, get on it, guys. <laughs> yeah, get on Banshee. I guess. Uh, What's that other show? Strike Back should be starting its final season. I missed last soon. season. Whoa. Why? Watch that. Because I plan on watching it after, and I just, I've been too busy. I haven't got caught up with shit. Well, can you quit playing with your nipples right now? I'm just, what? I'm rubbing my chest because it's, Jesus. it was itchy. Why are you looking down there? <laughs> well, you got your shirt lifted up in front of me. No, I got my hand under my shirt. Oh, my God. Well, keeping in Canadian television... Uh, in a way, Canadian cord cutting for television hit a record high. Uh, would you like to explain that for people that might not understand? Well, people that are fed up with paying a cable bill are, you know, uh, canceled their cable or satellite and are just getting their shows in other means, probably downloading. Oh. And last year, uh, the number I read. They lost 65,000 TV subscriptions. 65,000. Yikes. I'm actually surprised by that. That it's high or low? So th- these people are, they're, they're not even paying for like a basic package. Nope. Cut the cord. I couldn't do it. No, I, I'm... I'm tinkering right now with with a media streaming service at home, just trying it out, and it's still inconvenient. It's not as convenient as turning your television on. And like I like, yeah, I like being there. able to turn my TV on. If I want to put on, you know, Sports Channel or Sportsnet or whatever TSN to get highlights of sports, I want that option. I mean, I can have all that from this media platform on the computer. It's just still a little bit inconvenient to hunt for exactly what I want. But it's all up to date. Like it's You can get live streams, you get anything you want, yeah. but it's just a little bit inconvenient. You got to hunt around and find it and then try and launch it. But you know what? When you got kids, it's it's certainly not convenient, right? Like I got my little guy says can he want he likes his uh you know, if he wants to watch his Disney Channel or whatever, right? You can just put it right on right away, and he's uh, entertained. Mm-hmm. Or he can put it on himself too, right? 
But that's available. Well, that's that's it too. He can do it himself. I was going to say that's available in this media platform as well. But you got to hunt around for it. Mm. And there's like twenty children's channels streaming ready to go right there. But you got to hunt around for it, and it's rock solid. The signal once you get it going. But it's that bit of inconvenience that is keeping me from cutting the cord for sure. You know. Plus, we want people buying uh, cable and satellite subscriptions, right? Got to keep the industry well, going. I'll be honest, man. For me, it's also, I've got so many shows that I like. Like, what do you do with this media thing if you miss a show? Well, it's always going to be up there in the cloud waiting for you. Oh, it's up there somewhere? Yeah, there'll be a link to it, always. You just got to search around and get it. That's oh, the inconvenient see. part. But I'm sure there's more media centers being developed that are, that are PD, PVRs and, you know, that are putting it on your local hard drive for you on your on its own. I don't know. This one doesn't do that. But they're always there waiting for you to hit play. So you don't really need to have it on your local hard drive. Uh, it's still inconvenient for me. But for me and hockey games, ones that are blacked out, I go to this media center to pull in a hockey game mm. in HD, and it's not blacked out. So maybe that convention should be looked at, blacking out sports events. That might be an antiquated thing. What do you mean, as in getting rid of blacking out sports? Yeah. Yeah, stop it. It's ridiculous. If you want people to stop cutting cords, don't black out the programming they like. Yeah, but that's just more of um Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, it's protecting boundaries for the local hockey teams, right? If you're in yeah. this area, you're forced to watch the Toronto Maple Leafs. Rather string myself up from the I-beam up there than watch a Leaf game, as most of even their fans agree this year. Yeah, good point. Oh, hey, there's one. Got one. Uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, the Age of Ultron movie. It's coming out soon. Yeah, I keep seeing promos on it, and I try not to watch it. Yeah, they keep showing lots of stuff. Uh, and what's his face? Who's uh, the director, the guy you're in love with? Uh, he's made all those crappy television shows. Joss Whedon. Yep. He's announced the uh, actual runtime is going to be... They were going to say it's... They were saying it's like a three-hour movie, right? It's actually going to be 142 minutes. In perspective to the last Avengers movie, that was 143 minutes. So it's still over two hours, but not quite three hours. You need to have that time period just to be able to get anything into it, right? Look at all the plot points they want to hit in this movie. I don't understand how they can explain the origin of Ultron. (laughs) They should have done a two-parter, I think. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, all these plot points, the Hulk battle with Iron Man, all of that's going to go on in this one movie. Plus with Joss Whedon, they're probably going to break into song at some point. And puppets. When do you acknowledge how what a genius this guy is? <laughs> a genius. You're going to be watching his movie, and you'll probably like it. Well, who who couldn't do a good job with this movie? Really? With the, That's you, there's your uh, <laughs> backdoor excuse for this thing. Yeah, 
He's out for the third one, though, eh? He's this. I think this is his last one. Yep. Yep. And uh, our good buddy Kevin Smith. You heard about his latest announcement? Yep. He is doing. Uh, you're talking about Clerks uh, Three, right? Nope. Oh. We uh, we already knew about that. He is. Mm, I forget. What came after Clerks? Oh, yeah, sorry. He's doing Mall Rats too. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Immediately I said, is anyone asking for this movie? But apparently oh, people he, are. He, well, even he acknowledged. No one's asking for it, but. He's doing it as a kind of a memorial. Oh, yeah. As, as a, he's honoring the guy who directed the first one, right? No, not directed. Uh, I forget the guy's name too, but he passed away. Yeah, he's a producer, Jim Jacks. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he's getting the cast all together, of course. And most most of the original cast are available. Shocking, uh, except for except for Big Ben, just because of his Batman shit. I'm sure he's gonna have a cameo though. You think so? I don't even think he's gonna do that. He's, uh, I think he's, he's wiped his image clean of all this Kevin Smith. You could be onto something because even Kevin Smith has said he hasn't actually talked to him. Yeah, in that's quite really a while. shitty. I think, but whatever. He's got the Hollywood image to maintain now that he's uh, quickly become more than a respected movie actor. And his character in the original Mallrats is certainly not. Uh, one of the first mall rats, he got arrested because he was having sex with an underage girl. In a place that's very uncomfortable. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so that's the character he'd have to reprise. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's gonna come back. No. Nope. You wanna do a bet? Yeah. I'm not gonna touch it with a ten foot pole. I would bet on that. All right, big breakfast. Big breakfast. You're you're already two down though, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah. No. From what? Well, I'd have to go back in my notes, but no. I won a big breakfast uh, no, a couple shows ago. Up. No, a couple shows ago I won. No. Yeah. You thought we had been on something, but we probably didn't. You can pull the pull the archival footage and prove it, then I'm all for it. Well, yeah, it's all out there in our podcast. No. We'll find it. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. And uh, one more point of interest to you, because I'm always looking out for stuff that gets you interested. Uh, you liked this uh, terrible show back in the day called Firefox. Firefly. <laughs> Starring Nathan... Filion. Filion. Yeah. Filion. Well, Filion. It's interesting. Well, he stars in Castle now. He's got... A loyal fan base, and still these fans from back in the day from Firefly and Serenity. And he's always been loyal to Joss Whedon. Has he? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Continue with your uh, story. Well, him and uh, the other guy, there's a guy that starred in Firefly with him, uh, Alan something. The, Alan, red, the red-headed guy? Yeah, the, the guy who was his pilot. Who got impaled in the movie and uh, died? And I, I was asleep by then. You don't know his name? No. Te, tu, Tedek or something? Alan no, Tedek? I don't care. Okay. 
Well, they uh, this guy he came up with a, a new show idea called Con Man. It's oh, a, yeah. it's about it parallels his life as like a, a star of a sci-fi uh, TV show that lasted a season but had a huge cult following. So he spends his his time going to these conventions and dealing with convention people. It's called Con Man, and uh, him and Nathan uh, Filion. Filiones uh, started an Indiegogo campaign to get this show off the ground. And these Firefly fans are crazy. I think they asked for 250000 And within two days, I think they were past a million. And I just checked it before recording. And uh, it's been 19 days since they announced this crowd- crowdfunding project. And they're already at 2.4 mil. I thought it closes down at, oh, it's 30 days, right? Maybe, yeah. yeah. There's a time period where I think it's 30 days. It's like gold bars are falling from the cloud for these people. Yeah. But I got to admit, I watched their teaser trailer and that stuff, and it does look pretty funny. I probably won't like it, but uh, good for them. And there has been talk for fans trying to get Firefly back. Um, especially since I think I read a Mallrats 2 comment where someone says, well, if, if, yeah, if they're doing Mallrats or some other show, why can't they bring back Firefly? Oh, well, it, that was Joss Whedon? Him saying that? No, it was a fan. No, was, wh- who directed Firefly? Joss Whedon. Right, so he'd have to fund the thing himself. That's why it's not happening. Well, unless someone brings it to him. And like says, this Kev- all of his, this Kevin Smith stuff, he's... Having to front a lot of the dough himself. Well, Whedon's got a lot on his plate right now, so maybe he just doesn't need the hassle. Maybe. But why wouldn't you like this show? Because it's comedy? You don't understand comedy? No, because it's sort of like a... Well, these are like those mockumentaries that you like, right? Um, I don't know if it'll be like that. I didn't, they well, didn't show like, like a talking head. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. Like the uh, oh, like the dog show one that you like, and uh, blowing in the wind one, a mighty wind. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, and The Office. <laughs> yeah, The Office. That's terrible. I like The Office. Well, that's, that's different. Okay, that's actually funny. Like I said, you don't understand comedy. I understand new comedy. Not old. I just don't care for the older comedy that you like. That that makes no sense. Like uh, whatever other shit you like. That makes no sense. George Brooks or whatever his name is. George Brooks? You talking Albert Brooks? Whatever. Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks? Did you know who uh, Albert Brooks' brother is? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you were a comedy nerd. No, no not for that. St- I just told you I wasn't. I, I don't care for that stuff anymore. Well, you listen to all these comedy podcasts. Anyways, uh, Albert Brooks' brother is Bob Einstein, otherwise known as, you know this? I don't know. Oh, Super Dave. Super oh, Dave guy, Osborne. Yeah. Mm. So that means Albert Brooks' real name, Albert Einstein. Huh? No? <laughs> Is that why you changed it? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe. Uh, Bob Einstein. We're going to have to get him on the podcast for sure. Love to have that interview, eh? 
Super Dave? Sure. Yep. You must have watched your fair share of Super Dave. I watched it all back in when I was younger, yes. Yeah. That he was the, like the uh, head writer on the, the Smothers Brothers. I know. I watched Smothers Brothers, too. I like them. And the John Viner show, uh, Bizarre. Uh, yeah, I watched that, too. That was great. But that's all there was back then, and my tastes have changed. I just don't care for that stuff anymore. Mm. I've seen it once. That's enough for me. Anyway, I do appreciate it. I just, my, my, I guess my interests have changed over the years. Well, what about, uh, what, uh, the comics? You downloaded a bunch of comics. How'd that go? No, I didn't download comics. Uh, you bought a whole whack of comics. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I purchased the, uh, Civil War, uh, Marvel's uh, Civil War run, so the com- the complete run of the whole series, and uh, supposedly it's in the order that it should be read in, which means you know you're pulling from you're going from one comic, like say uh, Spider Man five thirty six to you know Wolverine forty two, back to uh, you That's know so one, Wonder Woman number two to Captain America. Captain America number whatever, and this this goes through i think the whole series is a run of uh geez it's 100 comics in total or i think 106 in total mm-hmm. jumping around all different lines so i've got them organized but I, there's varying thoughts or camps uh in terms of what's actually should be included in this run and as well as the order that you read them in though not a, not a distinct differentiation between you know you might read one issue ahead of another one where the other guys would say, read this one before. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to figure that out. I haven't actually started to read it yet because I'm really trying to figure out what the correct issue is to be reading first. So frustrating. Like- so I know they've got the, uh, I'm pretty sure at least they've got the uh, Marvel, the complete Civil War series uh, bound within one, one uh, like a graphic novel type style yeah big book so i want to find that and maybe figure out how it's bound in there and then maybe just go by that it's frustrating i want to start the new star wars comic that just started a few months ago and it picks up i think after shit i don't want to i don't want to say because i think i'm wrong after empire maybe um it's drawn really well and just continues the storyline of the original principal characters. But uh, if you think you're just going to go with Star Wars, you know, it's already branched out. There's a Princess Leia book, and there's a, you know, Luke Skywalker book, and there's a Darth Vader book, and they all go out on their own veins. Why can't I just have one line to follow? It's all about the dollars. This is why people are downloading. Frustrating. And it's not like it's collectible. It's not going to be worth anything because now they're publishing so many copies of each line. It's just. Uh... Yeah, it's funny. I haven't stepped foot in a comic store in a long, long time. But um, Well, you bought those Civil War books. I didn't get those from a comic store. Oh. I got digital copies of them, but you, you buy them. Oh. Okay. No, I'm done buying. Uh, if I'm ever to buy an actual physical co- uh, copy of, of comics, it's going to be from uh, 
a much older line. Maybe, maybe complete some of the older series that I have that I'm missing. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, I haven't stepped into uh, a comic store in a long time. So last time I did, you know, these runs are still, what, if you're buying a brand new issue that comes out, it's still, what, five bucks? Yeah, yeah. Between three ninety nine and four ninety nine. Oh. Yeah, not to mention if you want to get a variant cover. Oh. Yeah, there's certainly no I think the comics have gone the way of, of the dodo in terms of uh you know, maybe aside from the the last newer ones I can think of would probably be the Walking Dead series, where the first couple issues are worth an exorbitant amount of money, but Yeah. Yeah, man. That's to buy these and hold on to them to retain some value, it's certainly uh, not what it used to be. No, modern age comics are. I, and I really, I should do a, a poll of what I've got for comic wise and and see what uh, where they are in the price value. Sounds like an article for the blog. Yeah, it could be. I have to get a price guide, I guess. Or try and find one online. Yeah, I'm going to be starting the next of the uh, record collection blog, uh, what do you call them? Blog articles, blog posts. <laughs> yep. And I'll be going into the bees, which is the Beatles, and I want to get right into depth about how much, you know, what each release actually is. You know, if it's a re-release or if it was released later that year, if it's an original pressing and you got to research so deeply into this Beatles stuff. Like uh, if the uh, original label has a rainbow on it or, you know, a capital symbol here or not one here and investigating different mat- matrices that are written in the dead wax. So that I think that's going to be a really big project, but it could turn out pretty interesting. I don't know how far in depth to do with the blog with it. It could be a full-on Ken Burns documentary just going through the bees. Yeah, that's the beauty of the Beatles, the Beatles albums. There's, um, they did so much in terms of production and trying to throw in hidden things and just little extras for the fans that you could certainly. I'd I'd recommend doing one, one album per post and just really go in depth into it. Oh, even if you want, you could even analyze each of the individual songs if you wanted to, right? Well, that might be a way to, you know, especially when you get back to like. Um, Obviously, the most well-known one would be like uh, Sgt. Pepper's, right? All the hidden meaning behind the songs and the number nine and I am the walrus and all what it stands for. And uh, which one can you play backwards? And there's supposed to be hidden. One track, I think, is meant to be played backwards. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's found on certain releases of that album. So you should uh, just delve into it individually. Yeah, it might be. That's the way to really do it. Break the work up a little bit more. I'll consider that for sure. There won't be much of a video component, though, if I do it that way for the YouTube channel. Yeah, but the video component is just you're doing the overall, right? Oh, yeah, I could still do that, I guess, and just not get into it. Hmm. All right. What about your uh, video gaming? What? How's your video gaming doing? Very poorly. Uh, 
I don't know, man. I just it's all set up on my desk. It's uh, that stupid uh, 8-bit. I think I got to buy the bite the bullet and buy the 72-pin connector for it. But um, like in the last podcast when we were talking to Kevin from at Buried on Mars, um, I had read this up also that uh, the new 72 pins that you buy are super tight so they can wreck your game cartridges that you put into it, right? Yeah. Just because it's really scraping against it. So uh, he recommended... Um, when you buy your new connector, just insert like some shitty old game and let and let it sit there and let that spread the connectors a little bit so that when you put in one that you really like, then it's not going to get as damaged. Yeah, that makes sense. But he did say try cleaning at first too. Oh, I did that already though. Oh, you did? Yeah. With the Brasso? I didn't use it. I just used the rubbing alcohol. Oh. Well, the 72 pin part um, is actually just the rubbing alcohol. Oh. It's the metal, it's the uh, board that it goes onto with, with uh, you know, the actual chip board. Mm-hmm. That's the one where you're supposed to use the brass on. But I, I just gave that a wipe with the rubbing alcohol and still pulled off blackness, right? So I don't know how much the actual brasso or rubbing alcohol make, make, of, make a difference of, uh, depending on which one you use. So it could be the same effect for both, but... Um, I've actually been looking and I don't have a, a, I don't have a Super Nintendo, so I think I might grab one and maybe start playing those games instead of the old 8-bit ones. Yeah. My brother just picked up, uh, he just picked up Chrono Trigger and I remember playing it back in the day and I think I enjoyed it. Your brother buys the top shelf rare stuff. Was this one rare? Is it a high price? Mm, No, I don't think it's high priced. No? It was just one of the better RPGs back in the day, right? I don't remember it at all. That was a a blockbuster rental for me, I believe. Blockbuster or... or, um, I guess it would have been Roger's video. Really? Back then? Was there anything before Blockbuster or Rogers? You got the Jumbo video. Oh, it may have been Jumbo. Yeah. So I did have a membership there. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have any of those chains in my town, so it was all mom and pop places for renting. But yeah, I yeah. did have a Jumbo, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the route I'm thinking of going is I got to... There's an 80s toy show coming up. Uh, so they'll have some game systems there or some games or whatever nonsense. So along with uh, along with doing a little bit of Transformers uh, buying, hopefully anyway, because they've been pretty poor lately, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can pull in terms of maybe getting a game system or uh, maybe just end up buying some games. Well... Yeah, because we just missed the Waterloo game swap, which uh, all the retro game YouTubers out there were all yep. scampering to get to. Well, we know Buried on Mars went, and he went along with uh, uh, J-Rock. J-Rock, the game rocker. Yep. Well, they they met there. They well, they met there, together. yeah. And then they hooked up with a bunch of other people, too, so. 
But uh, yeah, pretty envious that. Well, one, I don't. I think financially, I couldn't have gone this time anyway. But it would have been cool to check it out. Supposedly, prices there at these things are a lot are a lot better because it's actual collectors, as opposed to just you know dealers or yeah. stores buying tables. It's more. It's swapping. People are swapping. Swapping their shit, you know, not really thinking about making a buck, but swapping for a better game. So, like a true swap me. Yeah, would... I'd be curious to see what that's like, man. Maybe the, I'd probably enjoy that mentality instead of all these rip-off dealers. Yeah, we just don't have that enough in Ontario or <laughs> probably Canada for that matter. But speaking of Buried on Mars, uh, I want to say thanks to the last, uh, for him and uh, the last retro Fandango and Ramvox, man, they mentioned us a killer amount of times. They, um, it's like we sponsored that episode. I love it. Yeah, that was a really enjoyable episode. What was it? Number, jeez, tw- uh, was it 12? I want to say 12. I think it was 12. It's Retro Fandango 12 brought to you by That's right, Start it was episode 12. Podcast. Yep. Made it a lot more enjoyable, I thought, when they mentioned our name every five minutes. <laughs> uh you know what i think it's just funny to hear it's still it's still funny and fascinating to me that you know when you hear someone else mention your name especially someone you haven't met you know in person anyway yeah as we so, can't imagine uh, anyone listening to this but yeah <laughs> uh so let's return the favor if you if you're looking for a good video game uh podcast slash youtube video to watch uh, definitely check out uh, on YouTube. Go to uh, Buried on Mars, so you can watch Kevin do his vi- uh, video reviews. He also does a podcast with Ramvox, and that one can be found uh, on the Cartridge Brothers uh, podcast site. So just look for Retro Fandango. Yeah, man. Uh, last episode continues. was episode twelve. And uh, they do a nice, good, long one. So if you're, if you're up for a good listen, uh, their shows usually push between two to three hours. Um, and it's not just the two of them. They usually have a guest on every episode, right? So, and they do uh, little games and contests and just, you know, certainly a good listen. I know Bill and I both uh, catch every single one. We talk about movies and shit. We're going to talk about Ninja Turtles next. Oh, yeah. That's right. All Ninja Turtles. Which, you know what? I think that could bring us to Walking Dead talk. Sure. Tonight was the finale of Walking Dead. We're going to talk about it right now. So if you haven't watched it yet, uh, you might want to skip. Right? Go ahead. We won't blame you. Just skip. We'll come back to our next uh, pod- podcast episode. Yeah, okay. All right, Walking Dead, season yeah. finale. I uh, I compare the Ninja Turtles to uh, to the Walking Dead because um, Morgan comes back, and apparently he was he's been training with Splinter, and he has a bow staff. Uh, he reminded me of Donatello. Well, he last time we saw him. He didn't he have like a big uh, compound of of weaponry inside his house when he was with his son. Yep. So, 
obviously obviously gave an indication of that he was um, at least knowledgeable with multi weapons in terms of maintaining them and firing them. Uh, I don't remember seeing a bow staff there, but uh, certainly symbolic of of uh, you know post apocalyptic uh, scenario in terms of walking the earth alone. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if he was out in the desert. Had, yeah, you would, the, uh, you would totally have a bow staff. I just, it was fine. I would call him Donatello. Certainly a fan favorite that's popped up every now and then within the last, well, I guess, bunch of seasons, I guess. Yeah, he was in season it's one. probably his fourth appearance, First I think. Episode. What's that? It's probably his fourth appearance we just saw him in. First episode ever. And then he was in uh, the clear episode. Yeah. And then a few uh, little little scenes here and there this season. So, yeah, he came back in a big way, kicked some butt. You weren't thrown off by that athletic? Uh, uh, I, I didn't know if I liked it at the start, but now that I analyzed it in terms of, uh, you know, the symbolism behind it, I think it makes more sense. But uh, I do like his character. I'm glad he's back. He certainly has a nice depth Depth to the uh, group that is already existing. And he refuses to kill. Even his attackers, he wouldn't kill. Which made me upset because I, I was shouting at the TV for him to ram that bow stick down their throats or something. Yeah, he loaded them into the car and uh, honked the horn to make sure there wasn't any more walkers walking around. But we interpreted that right from the start as he was drawing walker attention to them so that they could be... You know, turned, right? Yeah, that's what we thought. But uh, he explained in Talking Dead it was to make sure the area was clear. Uh, so that was the opening scene. And then the show went into a Jurassic Park commercial. Oh, the ads in this Walking Dead were great. They must have raked in the money for this one. Eh? It's If you're a fan, uh, well, they, they, they call it geek, uh, geek movies and TV and film. But, I mean, let's run down the list. Jurassic Park, two Halo promos. Uh, there was a teaser for the new Walking Dead show called Fear the Walking Dead. Um, the Apple Watch got a promo. Uh, the new movie for Poltergeist, which uh, Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert are behind. Yeah. Two of my faves. Uh, new Terminator commercial and a couple new AMC shows I haven't even heard of. Into the Badlands, some oh. kind of martial arts uh, story and something called humans so artificial intelligence must have been watching the wrestling at that time (laughs) the rock must have been on at that point so i yeah the lineup of commercials i thought was pretty interesting sorry go on well that was it i was just going to comment on uh they showed the jurassic park and the halo 5 commercial within the first break those halo spots look great i never played the halo but it was uh I guess the character who's the Master Sergeant, is that his name? Master Chief. Master Chief was uh, injured or something lying on the ground, and there was some new or different Halo suit that was coming toward him. Yeah, Spartan. Blaming him for failing or causing whatever catastrophe was going on. Yeah, and he was going to put him out. Yeah. Did you see the second one? I did. That was the Master Chief walking around, though. Yeah, it was uh, the opposite of what you saw. So in that case, it was Master Chief walking towards the 
Oh, I didn't see who he's walking towards. Okay. Yeah, well done. Well, like I said, I've never been an Xbox guy, but um, that would be certainly one series that I would love to play. I don't know if I want to play the first one now because it's so dated, but you'd still have fun. If you'd have played it, you'd be an Xbox guy now. You'd have just thrown the PlayStation out the window. Sorry, man. Final Fantasy. uh, PlayStation. Boring. Walking Dead. Yes. Continue. Uh, We came back to the show, and I don't remember what happened scene by scene. No, no. Just uh, your thoughts on on what? Um, What about when What's-Her-Face got into that grave with all the walkers? I hated it. I can't stand it when these characters (laughs) get all mental and, like, start... I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, in Walking Dead, there's a, a female character who's part of Rick's group who's uh, she's always walking around with a sniper gun. Yeah. And she's going through some traumatic mental experience right, uh, right now where she can't deal with the fact that, you know, she's lost all these people in her life already just recently and now they're, they were lost and now they're safe again and she just doesn't know how to uh, to put all her thoughts and emotions together. So she's essentially breaking down mentally. And uh, she just finished doing a sniper shoot of all these zombies walking towards the uh, enclosed compound that they're in. And she's burying the bodies out in the, in the woods. So she's dug up this mass grave and she accidentally falls into it on top of all the, the corpses she's put in there. And decides to lay down herself and, and just as if uh, she wants to be buried with them and just end it all. Yeah, I don't know if that was it or, like, for... She doesn't feel safe in the compound. She doesn't feel safe at walking around. But when she laid down with those corpses, um, maybe she took it in as that's that's a camouflage. No walker's going to come upon her because she's camouflaged with the other walkers so she could actually... Uh, relax at that moment. Uh, she's just having a nervous breakdown, man. Well, that's definitely part of it, too. Yeah. Uh, Carol is badass is as ever. Creepy. Creepy almost? She, uh, not, hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends what side you're on when you're talking to her. Um, she's, discovered a way I guess or the best means of dealing with this this new group of people that they found in Alexandria so she's faking everything with them but you know in terms of she's playing like an innocent uh, she's not letting on in terms of how you know how far she's willing to go to, to survive and just to get things done and she has her own camouflage on, sweater vests and stuff. Yeah. She's wearing, um, the, you know, these, the the knitted plaid type of uh, button-up sweaters that, you know, stay-at-home motherly figure would wear as part of her uh, camouflage within Alexandria. And then on the other side of it, she's willing to do whatever it takes to threaten you know, as far as to threaten a little boy or to threaten, um, this episode she threatened, uh, the psycho husband of the blonde lady that Rick's in love with, um, essentially threatening him to, uh, to try and attack her and 
at the same time, she's holding a knife to the guy's throat saying no one would believe uh, that she's the one threatening him. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's always, she's always planning. She's, always, she's got a plan. She's always thinking. She's always putting guns in people's hands, too. She, uh, she wants to uh, take over that town like toot sweet. Um, and her, you know, the corny talk about her acting, but I mean, it's, it's spot on, eh? It's so, her acting is just, and the, the frustrating part is this show will never be recognized by the Emmys or whatever, because it's a genre TV show, zombie show. It just won't ever get the cred. And these actors are putting it out there every time. It's never been nominated for anything. Oh, like makeup. Oh. The actors get no respect. Well, and I think that's another issue with the award shows that always comes up is so many shows are left out just because of, you know. Well, Emmys have been a sham. <clears throat> for whoever years. does the nominating just is, <sighs> you know, for the same reason that, you know, it's so hard for comedians to get uh, Academy Awards for certain roles or, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. No, the Emmys are, like, way worse. Like, Big Bang wins every year. Come on. Come not, on, people. Not this past year, though. Well, that's because they, yeah. There's that's because, enough, that's enough because they were ragged on for winning last time. Mm-hmm. Or not, uh, sorry, it was not the show in general, but uh, uh, Parsons. Yeah. What's his name? Yep. Yeah. Alan Parsons Project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else happened, man? The the show is having their meeting because Rick went psycho last episode. Yeah, and I had a problem with that the last episode. I didn't feel, maybe there wasn't enough time for storytelling, but, like, he just went from, you know, Rick to being off the rocker in a heartbeat. I wasn't comfortable with the way that story unfolded. And then... Today's episode. Explained a lot more about this one, though. But he's back to normal instantly. And he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, I was really off my rocker there. But let's continue on with that thought. (laughs) So at least they had more time in this episode to flesh things out a little bit better. Well, it was nice that um, Michonne, we thought, because she was the one who knocked Rick out, Ricked out last episode, explained to him that he did it for himself because he was, you know, pretty much going off the rails. Whereas we had thought she was siding more with the the town people of Alexandria. Uh, This episode, she explained that she's still with Rick no matter what in the group and that, uh, you know, she can still be trusted. Yeah, I don't think Rick's admitting to being off the rails in his thinking He's just thinking. He's uh, not. He's, he's saying, I he's went off the rails. People, you guys are so far out to lunch. He's like, I went off the rails and showed them too much of what I was thinking. Yeah. It's not that I'm thinking things poorly. It's just that I showed them my hand. Well, they are, they are out to lunch, man. These guys have not spent any time out there. They've, been, they've managed to find this so-called safe haven, this, uh, this little community, and they've, they've built the walls around outside. And I'm... My thing is, I'm so surprised that if this town had come across a group like the governor, you know, mm-hmm. say the governor had pulled up in his tank or, you know, his his, uh, his band of people and tried to, they would have held no prisoners. They would have just 
ran that tank through these walls, and uh, anyone who tried to resist them, they would have been shot, right? Which is what we'll see in the next season with the wolves. Right. We found out what the W meant. It's for wolves, this band of real wackos. The guy actually let on that there's, he had said something about multiple camps. Mm. Or multiple groups. So. Yeah, and they're always hunting for outsiders. And killing them for some reason. Yeah. So this is contrary. Which is how this episode had started with uh, Morgan being set upon by two member of the wolf, two members of the wolf pack. If that's what you want to call them. And uh, yeah, I guess, well, there's our, there's our bad guy or bad group for the next season, right? Yeah, they'll go to war with them. I don't know if that'll be the whole season or... Probably. I, I can't see them giving up this town so fast, right? Yeah, no, they'll be in the town for a while now. That town will be the set for a while, I'm sure. Um, but it's hard to say because they're deviating from the comics quite a bit. What about um, this idiot priest who they should have killed off oh, a long time ago? I know you were going crazy watching this piece him. piece of shit. <laughs> oh. Well, he had his own stuff to deal with, but it was... I, uh, I got no time for these people that suddenly go whack out and... His actions were outrageous with the not closing of the gate. That was... Well, because he wants to die. He just came back from... Okay, so last episode, the priest told the leader of Alexandria, whose name is Deanna, that Rick's group is not to be trusted. They'll do whatever it takes to survive, this and that, right? Basically just throwing them under the bus. And he's at conflict with himself because of... um, He's still upset that he gave up his flock and wasn't able to save them from all the zombies, right? So he sort of got a death wish on his hands where he wants penance for what he was un- unable to do. So in this episode, he walks out to the highway. He, he leaves Alexandria, ends up walking out to the highway or the road, trying to... Basically, he wants to die. He f- stumbles upon a zombie... And uh, basically says to the zombie, come get me, come kill me. And when he's about to be bitten, he doesn't go through with it, ends up killing the zombie, and the priest stumbles back to the town. A person asks him to close the gate, and uh, he just haphazardly closes the gate behind him. It doesn't lock. And uh, three or four zombies end up in the town. Now, it... Did he do that on purpose because he's like thinking, well, last time I closed the gates and locked myself in and everyone died, uh, so I'm not closing gates anymore. Well, he closed it. It just didn't, he didn't lock it. It sort of bounced half open sort of, right? The way he closed it was like he knew there's no way that thing would close. Well, yeah, because there was a lever you had to pull into it anyway, right? Yeah. Uh, I was really happy this episode. There was no uh, blood splatter on the lens that I noticed. The last, how many episodes had blood splatter on the lens? I think the last three episodes. Yeah, that's been happening a lot lately, not just in this show, but I think in other ones too that we've watched. And um, it takes you out of the reality of the show. I remember the first time I saw it, it was like, oh, shit, look at that. And then it instantly takes you out like, oh, fine, look at that. That was weird. 
And, that, you know, people talk about digital blood. I remember Ramvox was saying it in Retro Fandango. Yeah, he was right. seeing digital blood. And, man, it's no more digital than having uh, blood on the, the virtual lens. It's like a J.J. Abrams lens flare. So this was Greg Nicotero directing this one. So mm. I don't know if he said. Well, maybe he heard up on that stuff. He no, what? Maybe, I'm sure more people were complaining about it too, right? Yeah. Well, and he's an old school makeup guy. So you think maybe he's, I don't you know, let's keep that down to a minimum. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Daryl and uh, Buddy Boy that I still don't trust? Yeah. Uh, oh, they they uh, were trapped in a car. Uh, that little tat-a-tat about... They well, explain how they got so trapped much. in the car, man. Well, people have seen the episode. There's no reason to go point by point. I don't know. I think Daryl's feeling closer to this guy than he feels with his original I do not pack. trust this guy at all. I do. I think it comes across yeah. very wholesome to me. Uh, like he was like... I've been out in the woods too long, man. I've been out in the wild. I just don't trust anybody anymore. <laughs> I guess so. Well, Daryl was, uh, you know, I'll distract the walkers while you make a run for it and buddy's like we're going out together in a blaze oh is that what he said yeah i was watching wrestling <laughs> that was the moment the hashtag, rock came on hashtag i was watching wrestling at that time that's right you should have been watching that and then you would trust this guy a little bit more daryl was like yeah i'm gonna Take all these people on. You make a run for it. So all these zombies that had accumulated in the trailers were put there by the wolf pack. Yeah. A giant elaborate trap for, I don't know what the payoff would be. Minimal payoff unless a, a massive group of people decided to suddenly stumble in there and open up the trailers. Yeah, I guess. And then... I don't know why they even bothered with it because they were at a, a depot, right? Yeah. So why would you bother with the trailers and not... First, check out what's inside the depot. Yeah, maybe it's empty. Who put the note in the car, though, that said, you got to get a move on, there's bad people coming? I don't know. Someone did. That's for sure. And who was the guy in the raincoat that they slit his throat at the end? Did he, he see was, the guy that set up the whole trap? No, he was the guy that Daryl and Dummy saw uh, walking around in the field with the red raincoat on. Right. Yeah, and then next time we see him, he's with those two wolf guys. They captured him. But they all seem like buddies. No. No? When they went to the fence, they weren't all buddies? No, because they stabbed them in the throat. Yeah, uh, yeah, at that point. But they were just chatting before that, like, no. hey, look at all this. They were, he was held at weapon point. He, oh, was he? Yeah. And my monitor was too dark. I didn't notice that. So, yeah, this is... Uh, it's good, though, man, because this wolf pack is another piece of shit group that I just can't wait to see get killed in some violent fashion. Well, if I had to sum up the episode, I would just say satisfied. I'm happy with it. You know, uh, the main cast members all survived, which some people would be upset with. I thought Glenn was uh, going to be like a quick kill-off there in the yeah, woods there. I definitely thought Glenn wasn't making it. But everyone survived, you know, and... Uh, I don't know, man. If they kill off another key member, I think enough people are going to start complaining. No, people want that. No. They want to see that. No. They do. They want to see blood. They have bloodlust. You can't kill Rick, Carol, Daryl, Glenn, and his wife. Glenn's days are numbered. 
They are numbered. Well, I didn't think he'd make it out of this The way he's season. acting in this episode, yeah. Once you start acting like a... Well, just from what I know from the canon, I like I was really surprised he made it through the season. Really? Yeah. Not to uh, let anything out, but, you know, I'm... You can kill off the sniper girl with the... Kill her off. I think she'll come into play too much later on. Can't kill Michonne. No. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be killing Morgan. Maybe. He's just there for fire. Yeah, it's a good revolt, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what the numbers are with this. But, you know, I'm happy that there was no giant cliffhanger, too, that just sticks with you for the whole summer. There's a little cliffhanger knowing that the wolves are there, but no giant thing like a guy standing above Glenn with a bat with, say, barbed wire wrapped right. around it, and then it fades what to What about, um, you want to touch on, we did see a commercial or promo for the Walking Dead spinoff show. Yeah, I, I mentioned it when I talked about <laughs> the commercials. It's called Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, you didn't bring it up with the commercials. Yeah, I did. Nope. Oh. Big Breakfast. And uh, late summer, they'll be coming out for six episodes. And then the next season's already picked up, and that'll be the next year. Mm. That'll be nice having something to get us through the summer. For and we were trying to debate whether Hardwick is uh, who the ho- who's the host of The Talking Dead. If they would bother using him as the host for the spinoff show, or would the spinoff show even have a, a talking thing for a season? Yeah, I don't see why not. It costs them nothing, and it builds hype. You know, I would. I think they should have a new host. Just because it's a whole new cast. Separate entity. Separate entity, yeah. You want to distinguish itself and not have to, and, and not, you know, have it be all about The Walking Dead. Oh, Hardwick's like a nice warm sweater to cozy into, though. Um, so it kind of, it'd be nice having him there, too. Um... All right. Is that it for Walking Dead? I think so. I'm happy. Like I said, uh, right. satisfied. You're I was one angry. I was angry. losing interest <laughs> halfway through, to be honest with you. More well, because f- The Rock was on. More out of frustration. Um, it was just how silly and stupid some of the characters were acting. Like I said, I can't stand it when they start breaking down mentally and all this stuff. Yeah, I think it's tough to to describe you know, post-traumatic stress disorder and make it entertaining. But... Um, so your one word is angry. Minus yeah, I was angry about this episode. It was good, but it made me angry. <clears throat> Do we got time for this? Or? Yeah, let's finish off. You've managed to pull the numbers. Uh, we got another ratings list. Uh, it's, this is for March 9th to the 15th. This is Canadian broadcasters and specialty channels, but quite frankly, they don't make the list because they don't garner enough viewers. Um. March 9th to the 15th. Interesting part of this week was it had the Junos on, which is the Canadian uh, Music Awards. Right. Uh, Where do you think that ended up? And it was, let's Uh, see, it was hosted by uh, the guy from... Headley. Oh, Headley. He did a good job, man. You watched it? Yep. Did a good job. Because... he wasn't being fake about it like some of these posts can be. Yeah. 
Especially, did you see his unmusical number? No, I didn't see oh, a second of this. Why? Did you he sh- turn into a, you should pull a good artist? No, well, he talked about being high on the show and uh, why didn't head. Why didn't Headley get another... When is it Headley's turn to get a goddamn Juno? Uh, Like that kind of word? Whenever I hear that band name, I just think of Blazing Saddles with the Headley. Well, you love Blazing (laughs) Saddles, so it should be the same thing. Uh, Junos, I don't know. I'd probably say within the top 15. Well, that's our big music show of the year, but it rang in at 20. That's Canadian, 20th man. spot. It's, it's fucking Canadian, which is the sad part. But it's still a healthy 1.4 million viewers. So, you know, whatever. Take it as a grain of salt. And the Well, 1.4 for a Canadian is, is, is a good number. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, like, MasterChef Canada was doing better than that. Um, and the voice started up that week, which is a juggernaut, but it came in at the 28th place, believe it or not. Maybe because that wasn't on a big, wasn't on the main CTV oh, network. Wow. That was on CTV too. Uh, okay. Quickly run, run it down. What's the top show? Broken record. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory doubles almost anyone else, which is number two, CSI Cyber. Strong. CSI Cyber. Still haven't seen an episode. I'm glad to hear it's doing well. And then, of course, the NCISs all came back that week. Mm. Remember last week they weren't on the list? So all three are within the top. uh, I wonder if they may have been repeats last week. NCIS is third. NCIS New Orleans is six. And NCIS Los Angeles is 11. And then sprinkled in the mix, Criminal Minds on four. Uh, Marvel was at seven, Survivor at eight, Blue Bloods at nine, Amazing Race at ten. There you go, a quick rundown of the. Uh, oh, you know what else is interesting on here is Elementary, which you watch that show. I watch it, but I haven't watched it that much this season, to be honest with you. Is that brand new? What do you mean? Is this a new show? No, that, it's in that its was uh, on third it was, season. I think. No, is it, is it a rerun? Was I don't this know. week a rerun? I don't know. I barely oh, watched it this season yet. I thought you were an insider. Uh, <laughs> We've got two kids, man. <laughs> right, well, Ramvox? Uh, I don't know. I I don't watch it, so I don't know if it's a rerun or not, but it came in at 17. I don't remember seeing it on the list, so I'm wondering if, that's, oh, well. if it's freshly that's... coming back or not. What do you mean? Next I don't season? remember it being on last week's list, oh. so I don't know if it's just started back up or not. It may have been a repeat. Who knows? Okay. And uh, uh, we talked about Battle Creek last week. It was yep. in the 30s p- uh, position. Moved up a bit to 25. And I read an article uh, in the States. It is definitely hurting, it's, uh, it's, yeah. which is push- pushing it on the bubble. But it's also being hampered by the fact that uh, March Madness is on, and it's pushing its start time. So it's kind of floating around a bit. And, it's um, funny though when they, when you know something like March Madness is on, which I don't give two shits about. Um, if you're trying to really push a new show like that, why would you not just hold off or work it around the timeline where 
It's not being, you know, detrimented by a highly watched sporting event. Well, in the same article, it said a show like Last Man Standing also got a boost by the lead-in of March Madness. So that one, it got. Oh, maybe Battle Creek is just crap? Well, there you have it. (laughs) Uh, I have no idea. I've never, I only know it by name. I haven't looked at it. I know it's, uh, it was written by the same creator, Vince Gilligan. Uh, It's pilot-wise. I don't know how far beyond that, but uh, I've only seen the pilot. It was good. But since it's a maybe story, that, line, maybe that's an issue too. Like he's he's got to still be working on uh, Better Get Saul, right? Well, those are all in the can long ago. So I don't know. I like talking about it because it's been brought up on the podcast. So kind of following the story of Battle Creek. Hmm. Anyways, that's it for ratings. Hello. I said that's it for ratings. Oh, okay. <laughs> All righty. Take it away. The uh, ship has sailed. Like Hour Jesus. and 28 minutes. Come on. We can't do this. We're running out of space. Yeah, we're done, man. We can't make these shows as long. Uh, let's call us one a night. So, once again, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, as always, we really appreciate you giving us a, a piece of uh, your time. And uh, as always... You can follow us on Twitter. We're, uh, we're, it's mostly Bill because he yells at me whenever I go on to it. Well, you're uh, confusing people. You can, I always announce it's me, though. <laughs> Nevertheless, you can follow us on Twitter at STCPod. Please check out our blog site, which is stcpod.blogspot.ca. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Bill. Uh, start to continue podcasts on YouTube. I don't know what the address is. You got to search for that. And, and yeah, that's it. They know. Twitter, everything leads after Twitter and right. blog. Don't worry about it. Do you want to? You can plug your sister cast if you want. Oh. And you can follow me uh, on my personal one where it's uh, all about Transformers. Follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon and please check out my blog spot, angrycanadiandecepticon.blogspot.ca for anything and everything with Transformers. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, post it, post it. <laughs>